Pablo for breakfast. People of the Pilbara. Hello and welcome to People of the Pilbara. Now this podcast series is all about you, the people of our town that make Karatha such a special place to live. And I think there's something really unique about people that come to a place maybe they've never heard of in the middle of a desert, apparently with nothing to do. But as we all know, a lot of us come for a six month to 12 month plan and end up staying a decade, like I did. (laughs) So this podcast series, we're gonna have a chat to everyday people that call Karatha home and find out what they do here, what they love about Karatha and what's next in their journey. And this week's guest is Sarah Roots. Now Sarah Roots is the founder of BLB Creative. We speak to her about how the business started, how important art and paint and creativity is in her life and what she loves about Karatha. So sit back, relax, grab yourself a cuppa and enjoy my chat with Sarah and her journey to call Karatha home. Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, Pablo. Now, I'm not sure if you remember this, but uh, I actually ran, the first time I came across you and, and met you is way back in 2012. Yes. You were in here and you cut your hair. Do you I, remember this? I do. How could I forget? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you raised, I think it was $10,000 uh, at the Tambray. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, you've still got sh- short hair now. And I, and I knew it grew back, but I mean, that was the first time I came across you all yes, those years ago, 11 it years. It was, yes, a long time ago. So um, I was actually quite new to town mm-hmm. myself. And um, yeah, so we ran a fundraiser. It was in aid of um, raising money for Cystic Fibrosis Australia. Mm. And um, yeah, it. In the end, I think it was $10,025 that we raised. So, yeah, that was an incredible, um, incredible sort of precursor to learn about how wonderful the community was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know that you were very nervous doing it because you had very long hair. It was very long. Very, very long. (laughs) How long did it take to grow back? Um, I never really grew it long after that. I don't believe. I mean, I I have had long hair since. I think that was kind of during, um, you know, early early mum stage era when there isn't much time to get the (laughs) hair done. Um, But, yeah, since then, obviously, I've lopped it all off again. Um, So it was a good choice, obviously. It was. It was. It was a good choice. Lots of good things came from that fundraiser. Yeah. 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 Well, let's rewind. Uh, What actually brought you to Corrupt? Actually, it was love. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I wonder if you get that answer often. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, Love and I suppose consequence of opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, So my wonderful boyfriend at the time had an opportunity to move over here with his father. So um, my now father-in-law and mother-in-law. Yeah, they sort of came over for work. At the time, I was studying um, to be a teacher. Okay. And I said I would defer just for six months and come over and help him sort of settle in. I had never been to WA before. And it was kind of, yeah, just a bit of a study holiday for me. And, yeah, that was 12 years ago now. So, Yep, came and fell in love and stayed, for sure. So first impressions of town when you rolled in 12 years ago. I mean, Karatha's changed a lot. It certainly has, yeah. It's changed so much in that time. Uh, My first impression, I remember just 
being gobsmacked with how much sky mm, I could see. I was just, I was overwhelmed by how much sky. And um, obviously anyone who spent any amount of time here on Nullama country realises that the sun rises and the sunsets are just something mm. else. Um, so, yeah, that was that was probably my first impression. I mean, I grew up in um, suburbia, Sydney, and, you know, there's just so many buildings. But if you haven't been anywhere else, you don't sort of know any different. But, yeah, to see the sky so often was probably my first way of thinking. And, of course, wow, that's really – it's a really red place. (laughs) Lots of red. Now, did you go back to finish – your teaching degree? Or no. You, no? Okay. No. <laughs> uh, so what kept you in town then? You didn't go back to, to finish that? <clears throat> no, no. So that six months ended up extending to 12 <laughs> years, which is, you know, that's quite a common theme here. Yeah. Um, why did we stay? Well, I mean, so many things. Well, now it's certainly that I believe it's the best place to raise our beautiful children. Mm-hmm. So that uh, wonderful boyfriend turned into fiancé and then husband and we now have two beautiful children who were born and bred here in Karratha. So my daughter was born in Nickel Bay Hospital and son in the in the new Karratha Health Campus. And, yeah, just the opportunities that they have the facilities that are state-of-the-art and so well-maintained. Every time we're lucky enough to visit family on the East Coast, it reminds me just how lucky we are living here and, mm. um, yeah, the, the privilege of all the wonderful things they have living on, on this land. Um, I'm reminded of that every time. Yeah, we're always really excited to come back home. <laughs> now, you obviously didn't become a teacher, but uh, there's a lot, of, I think, Kids would love you in their uh, in their <laughs> arts class for sure. But uh, BLB Creative, how did this sort of spawn and uh, happen here in town? Well, um, so a lot of people may not know, but BLB actually stands for Busy Little B. Oh. Um, so my maiden name is Brown, mm-hmm. which my nickname was Brownie or B. Mm-hmm. And um, my entire life, I was always a budding artist and sort of, I probably believed the incorrect discourse around, oh, art's not a real job and, yep. you know, think of something else, just go and find a different career. You can't be an artist. And um But always on the side, I would have a little project going. It didn't matter where I lived. The table would be full of little things that I would be creating. It started off with kind of like invitations for parties and then, you know, engagements and weddings and that sort of thing. Um, Then I kind of went into sign writing. I have an obsession with sign writing and typography, so... Yeah, it kind of went into um, creating signs and chalkboards and it's all really sort of evolved from there. So it was something I was always doing on the side and I think something that a lot of people here realise there's so much opportunity around town um, and when I was pregnant with my firstborn, there was an opportunity at Karratha Community House oh, yeah. to create a uh, an entry sign there. So that was kind of... The that was the crux of deciding to go out and get an ABN and get mm-hmm. started. So it was always something that I was doing my entire life, but sort of formalised it in 2016, I think it was, and 
Karatha uh, Community House were the first wonderful people to give me an opportunity. And then it's evolved from there. So it's sort of gone from murals to um, workshop facilitation, um, always on the side of my industry job that I was lucky enough to have, driving trains. And, um, yeah, when I sort of realised during maternity leave, actually, I got to work at uh, the youth shed and work with some incredible local kids and also the beautiful facilitators that we have there, the youth officers. I take my hat off to them. They're doing a wonderful Mm. job in town. I love working with those guys. Um, Yeah, I got to do some workshops there during maternity leave and I think that's what really ignited the fire for me that I feel like this is really where I need to be and it just felt really purposeful and I hate that it's a bit of a buzzword nowadays but authentic and so yeah that's why I was like okay I need to figure out a way to plan to make this sustainable for our little family and um, that's when Pilbara Paint and Sit was born so yeah moving into facilitating painting classes on a regular basis Um, and then I was very proud to say that you know, I've figured out that being an artist can be a real job. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so it's become a, at a full-time capacity for me now, which I'm so grateful for. I pinch myself every day. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned, like, when you were smaller, younger, yeah. um, that you were in, involved with art. Do you remember where it sort of came from? Because I often, like, my daughter is obsessed with drawing and painting yeah. and stuff at the moment. I've seen some beautiful photos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I do, and my dad's an artist, so he was uh, obviously always doing art. Yeah. Um, but it comes a point, it feels like, as we mature and we get, get older, that art really falls away, right? Yes. Because we come into this mode of, oh, it's not something productive. Yeah. Um, so why for you did it continue? And what age did you sort of stick with art? Do you remember that? Well, I think... I was lucky that I was always encouraged. Mm-hmm. So that's really beautiful that that you guys are facilitating that for your little lady. Um, I think that's really important. I think there's almost too many spaces where people can be critical in our formative years and mm. that can really um, play a huge part in people sort of leaving that method of healthy expression because that's essentially what being creative is. Um, so I sort of think, you know, whether you truly believe it deep down or not, I think it's really important to encourage people. Um, art provides a way of dealing with things that language simply cannot provide. Um, so yeah, for me it was imperative and I think it was definitely subconsciously early on, but I knew somewhere inside of me that it was a really important way to be able to regulate myself to mm-hmm. be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why it's always, I mean, at different capacities, especially after leaving school, I sort of got into the, you know, work train and that keeps you busy. And when I was working full time and studying full time, there certainly wasn't any sort of space to be creating. Um But I do also like to say, especially in our classes, that uh, being creative doesn't necessarily mean holding a paintbrush or a pencil or a crayon. It can also be um, other different things. So sport in particular, dancing, singing, there's so many different ways to creatively express yourself. Mm. I just think that we must have at least one of them in our lives to be able to uh, thrive 
I suppose, yeah. So, And I guess you'd see this a lot, right, with people with uh, paint and sip. Yes. I mean, some people may have not picked up a brush for like so 10, long, years, right? If at all. There yeah. have been a few people that have, have professed to have never painted. Wow. Yes, at all. And I, I do like to think that everyone's done a wonderful job that's come through the doors of a, a paint and sip class at all the amazing venues we've worked with over the time. Um, yeah, it is. It's it's a huge privilege. And to it be must able. bring out like quite a bit of like childhood joy. It right? does when you're older. Yeah, it can also bring out quite a bit of anxiety too. Ooh, yeah. Um, which is super interesting, but it also drives me to continue. Um, there's, yeah, there's definitely a sort of deep underlying um, hope. That, that comes from running the classes. I mean, it's a bit of fun, really. Mm. Like, that's essentially what brings people to it. But I do see the necessity for us as adults to be able to have those different avenues of, of healthy expression. Mm. So, um, yeah, there's been some really beautiful, positive outcomes for people. But, yeah, it's... Um, there is a, a beautiful lightness to it, which is, yeah, it's wonderful. Now, speaking of outcomes, the uh, you were involved with the, the bridge uh, in town, which yes. is uh, incre- incredible. Uh, Thanks, Pat. Ha- ha- <laughs> no worries. <laughs> how, how did that sort of all come about? And, and uh, your, the response from that, I, I assume, I, I've only had positive feedback from it, but yeah. uh, I'm sure people are pretty excited to sort of yes. walk past it and yeah, uh, yeah, ride over it and everything? It's been really unanimously positive, um, which is super encouraging. There was so much work behind the scenes. Go on with that. Um, I really do have to credit L Pound, um, who town is unfortunately recently lost mm. to East Coast. Um, but, yeah, incredible woman who started the Karatha Town team named K-pop <laughs> and the idea behind that was hopefully the organisation will be a driver to um, creating pops of colour throughout the region of Karatha. So uh, not-for-profit organisation, um, Karatha Town Team, I encourage everyone to hop onto Facebook and join up to K-pop Karatha Town Team page. Um, Hopefully it will once again be a driver for many initiatives for years to come. It's just a way of community getting together. It's not a purple circle. It's for everyone um, to become involved and we sort of just source who is an expert at different things to be able to create um, create a project. That project in particular was um, wonderfully ambitious. <laughs> which is kind of where I like to sit as a baseline. Um, But, yeah, working specifically with the location, so very much about being grassroots Mm -hmm. and looking at what was immediately surrounding. So many of the wonderful people as part of Karatha Town team did letter drops to the immediate neighbourhood to come along and get involved. Um, It was kind of a soft opening for Karatha Town team Mm -hmm. being our first one and also being... um, so actively engaging with lots of paint and lots of beautiful little hands involved with it, which made it so special. But we also wanted to make sure it was a safe environment for them. It didn't get too busy, which I would say every single volunteer did such a wonderful job of ensuring all of that. And, yeah, as, as you say, it was really, um, really well received and the people who 
were so wonderful in volunteering their time, had a great time to create that. And then obviously the outcome is is beautification of the neighbourhood mm-hmm. um, and something that's that's a bit of a legacy. It's there for as, as long as it can remain there and really important to note um, the major sponsors, RAC and also City of Caratha. Dampier Community Association, we could not have done it without them um, and also all of the wonderful people. But please, I mean, I could sit here all day thanking everyone, <laughs> but on the K-pop Facebook page, there's um, there's shout-outs to all the wonderful people who contributed and some photos too to mm. see what it's all about for those who weren't really involved in that one. But hopefully lots more to come. Um, my hope is that there could be something similar in every single suburb throughout the city of Karatha. Um, but lots of other things too. It's not simply bridge painting. It, it can be lots of other different engagements. Um, as the town team movement have shown in other locations, now nationally and interna- internationally there's teams, which is great. Now we always bring this question on our guests. Uh, party trick or maybe <laughs> if people meet you, something that they wouldn't know about you. Maybe do you have a secret hobby, uh, an <laughs> okay. obsession with something? Is there Ooh. something when they meet Sarah, they go, I did not know that about her? <laughs> um, I don't want to come from a place of lack, but I suppose <laughs> I can't ride bikes and that's something that always <laughs> makes people laugh. <laughs> Never learn it? No, I just don't. I don't know. I can't. You're too busy painting as Well, a kid. yes, that's yeah. right. Too busy, too busy creating stuff <laughs> rather than learning bikes. I, um, it was so funny where I'm at the stage that I'm at in my life now. It wasn't so much a tour de fridge, but we t- <laughs> one school holidays, we got together with some wonderful mates and made a little pirate um, treasure treasure hunt for all the children. Oh, yeah. And we sort of went from house to house and everyone was on their bikes. And <laughs> um, we were sort of, you know, looking at the time like, oh, we've got to get there really quickly. Let's not drive. It's just around the corner like everything yep. is. And then um, my little E's were so happy to get on their bike and scooter. And I'm like, oh, I'm I'm not going to be able to run with all the backpacks and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'll just hop on dad's bike. <laughs> <laughs> and then anyway, I became very well acquainted with one of the Karatha gullies and oh, ended up no. falling off the bike. <laughs> um, so I suppose party trick to make people laugh hysterically when I try to ride a bike. <laughs> The next time we see you out, give you a bike. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's, yeah. Just a funny little thing about me, I suppose. Not safe on two wheels. Not, Not safe, safe on, on two, two wheels. wheels. No. Four wheels would be great. Yep. Now, if I gave you the power to do anything in town, you yes. could change something, you could add something, the sky is the limit. What oh, are we doing? Oh, wow. <clears throat> Endless resources, hey? Well... Can I say a few? Can I be greedy? Sure, sure. Okay, in no particular order, I would say um, access to the region. Uh-huh. So, yeah, airfares and flights, I suppose. Really encouraging to see um, town of Port Hedland open up international mm. flights. That's great. Um, and also some direct flights to East Coast, so that would be wonderful to see here. Um, something really important. Um, for me would be to sort of have the community more open and more aware to the rich culture of where we live. Mm -hmm. I think it's just absolutely remarkable that, you know, Nullama country is part of the oldest 
living continuous culture on this planet. Like that's just something that boggles mm. the mind and I don't think it gets um, enough sort of recognition of where it needs to be. So I would really love for that to be something for the region to fully appreciate. Um, and if I could, I would love to very loosely quote the legend Tracy Westerman. Um, so she's a Nyamal woman from the Pilbara. Maybe she could be a guest mm, on People of the Pilbara. Luck. That would be amazing. Um, so something that Dr Tracy Westerman um, always sort of touches on is, and I would love to see it too, so if those with privilege could spend more time feeling grateful for it and rather than sort of judging those who don't have privilege. Mm. So if people with privilege spent more time having gratitude for their privilege rather than judging people who don't have it, that would be something super important for me. So mm. if I had a little magic wand, then I would just cast that spell over mm. this particular region, <laughs> I think. there's Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So about Karatha and the Pilbara, what do you love most about being here? Oh, my goodness. Nullamanyura, this, this land is just something else. I think, um, I mean, when I first lived here, I know many people are the same. You sort of put your head down and your bottom up and you spend so much time working but as soon as you sort of lift your head up and actually look around at what is here the waterways the you know the places to go and visit it's just unlike anywhere else and um yeah just huge gratitude for for this place and and the natural wonders that that it has here um and yeah, also that it's just the most wonderful place to to rear our beautiful children that we have. Um, the community. Oh, my goodness. The community. The connections that we have made with other people and with ourselves. I think it's something that is impossible when you live in the big smoke because you're so busy. Mm-hmm. And it's so, I mean, like I said, I grew up feeling, not feeling enclosed because I knew no no other way but you are quite literally enclosed and you're so disconnected from the nature of just being Mm -hmm. and nature itself um so yeah having that connection with self um that this living in this incredible region has afforded me is is something i am so appreciative of well, I think the pace of life from Sydney to Craft is pretty different. It is very different. <laughs> it is. And I, yeah, I feel like I was um, always a small town girl at heart. So, yeah, yeah, it'll uh, keep me here forever. <laughs> so, what's next for you? Not heading back to Sydney? No, certainly not. <laughs> um, definitely not. Um, I, or well, immediately next for me, lucky enough to be exploring the intersections between art and sport. Um, two very strong communities we have in this town. We know how uh, wonderfully the sports are, you know, engaging different parts of the community. And I'd like to look at the connections between the two. So keep your eyes peeled on that. That's a good one. Um, I also have um, some really exciting projects coming up working with Karatha Primary School and also Karatha Family Centre. So working really closely with those two places in um, adding some more beautiful beautification to their already really wonderful spaces. So that's something that I'm really excited about. And also um, a place that I am so grateful 
have a full-time home here now, Headspace Karatha, working with the Youth Advisory Group on something very exciting that will be um, opened on Headspace Day, which is the 4th of October. Um, so, yeah, we can keep our eyes peeled for that. I'm sure Headspace mm. will do a wonderful job at um, letting everyone know in due time. But, yeah, so that's um, – they're the, they're the next projects coming up anyway, immediately. Very, very cool. Well, uh, appreciate you coming in. We've gone full circle 12 years ago. Yes. You're in this chair <laughs> with short hair. You're yes. back in here with short hair. Short hair again. <laughs> Thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me, Babs. From round the corner to your street and neighbourhood, this is Pablo for breakfast. Good morning.